This is a story from the land of Nod. Hi, my name is Annie and I create everything that you see and hear here at Land of Nod. If you would like to support the work that I do, please consider going to patreon.com forward slash land of Nod learning. Thank you. The man who bought a dream. Once upon a time, there were two friends who went to the mountains to gather dead branches for firewood. Not long after they had started, the first man said, Well, it's almost noon. Let's sit down and eat our lunch. Oh, all right, said the second man. It's a little bit early, but that won't hurt. Let's eat anyway. So they sat down and ate their lunches and rested for a while. It feels so good here, said the first man. Let's take a little nap. We've been working hard all morning. We need a little rest. Otherwise, we won't last out the day. You're right, said the second man. Let's take a nap. And so, they both lay down and tried to drift off to sleep. One of them went right to sleep, but the other one just couldn't drift away. He twisted and turned and tossed, but he couldn't go to sleep. The other one was snoring away and it sounded like thunder. He was snoring so loudly. The second man just couldn't get to sleep. He sat there, watching the clouds drift by and listening to his friend snoring. After a while, the man who was sleeping stretched and yawned in his sleep. Mmm. Just as he stretched, a bee flew out of his nose and up into the sky. After the bee had flew away, the man woke up. Well, that was a lovely nap. I had a good dream too. What sort of a dream did you have here in the middle of the day like this? I dreamed that in the garden behind the mansion of the richest man in all of Osaka, there is a jar of gold buried under the little mountain in the garden. Really? What's this man's name? I don't know his name or anything like that. All I know is that he is the richest man in Osaka. It was just a dream, so I couldn't ask what his name was or anything like that. All I know is that he was a very rich man, the richest in Osaka, and that in the garden behind his mansion there is a little mountain. There is a big pine tree growing beside it. Beside the pine tree there is a sacred bamboo bush. The jar of gold is buried under the bamboo bush. That was the dream I had. What a funny dream. Listen, how about selling it to me? What? Are you serious? How could anyone buy a dream? What would you do with it? Hmm, I don't know what I'd do with it exactly. But anyway, how about selling it to me? The first man looked at his friend strangely. I never heard of buying a dream. What in the world would you want to buy it for? I don't have anything in particular in mind to do with it. I just like the dream and I'd like to buy it. Please sell it to me. Oh, I'd hate to go around selling dreams. I'd feel funny taking money for something like a dream. That's all right, that's all right. Just sell it to me. Here, I'll give you this much money. Now, please, please, sell it to me, please. So finally, the man who had dreamed the dream sold it because the other man kept begging so hard. And so he made some money just by having a dream and selling it. What a great day! Then the man who had bought the dream went home and told his wife what he had done. Wife, wife, I and the neighbour went to the mountains to gather some cedar branches for the fireplace. At noon, we ate our lunch and lay down to rest. He went right to sleep, but I lay there wide awake. 
I tried and I tried to take a little nap, but I just couldn't drop off to sleep. No matter what I did, I was just as wide awake as ever. So I sat there watching the clouds and listening to him snoring like thunder. Then, just as he was stretching in his sleep, a bee flew out of his nose. And after the bee flew out, he woke up and told me about the dream he'd been having. And then I bought the dream from him. Then he told his wife what the dream had been about. What? You bought somebody else's dream? What in the world did you do that for? Well, I am going to go and find that jar of gold and dig it up. But I don't have enough money to get there. Can you help me get some money? Here, we don't even have enough money to live on. And you go around buying people's dreams. How can you tell whether there's anything to it or not? It's just somebody's dream. And then you think, we ought to borrow money so you can go to Osaka just because of what you saw in his dream. I have this great feeling that I need to go and see. I've just got to go and dig there and see what I can find. Please help me. He kept after his wife until there was nothing she could do but go to her parents' house and borrow some money. She told them what he wanted and they said, What a fool he is, buying people's dreams. How can he tell if there's anything to it or not? How does he know? Maybe it's not true at all. Borrowing money and going all the way to Osaka. It's miles and miles and miles. That's what I've been telling him. But he just keeps saying that he's got to go and see. That he can't rest until he sees. There's nothing I can do with him. Please just loan me the money. And so her parents finally agreed to loan her some money. And she took it and gave it to her husband. Now remember how valuable this money is. I borrowed it from my parents, you know. And so the man took the money and set off for Osaka. The trip took many, many days. This was a long time ago, back in the days when they had to walk all the way. But even after he got there, he didn't know where to go. He didn't even know this man's name. It was just a dream, you know. And so all he knew was that he was the richest man in Osaka. So he walked around everywhere asking, um, Where's the richest man in Osaka? Where's the richest man in Osaka? Do you know the richest man in Osaka? He kept on asking for the richest man in Osaka until finally someone told him he was in such and such a place. Does that man have a little mountain in the garden behind his mansion? If that's the right man, I'll give you some money to show me where he lives. If that's what you were looking for, it must be that house over there. That is Kibi-san's house. I think it must be him. Why don't you go and ask over there? And so he went to that very house. Is this Kibi-san's house? Why, yes. Yes, it is. Do you have a little mountain in your back garden? Why, yes. Yes, we do. Is there a big pine tree by that mountain? Yes, there is. Is there a bamboo bush beside the pine tree? Yes, yes, there is. And so he knew he was in the right house. Could you please let me stay overnight here? I have something very important to say to your master. And so they decided to let him stay the night. You asked so many questions about the mountain in my back garden. Is there something special about it? Kibi-san said to the man. Yes, I heard that there is a jar of gold buried under the mountain and I've come to dig it up. Do you have some servants who could help me dig it up? If they help me, I'll give you some of the money that's in the jar. Please, I'll give you plenty of money. The old man said, 
I will think about it. Let us go to bed and I will give you my answer in the morning. After this they all went to bed, but the master of the house said to himself, Who does that fellow think he is coming here to dig up that jar of gold out of my garden? I'm not going to let him do it. I'm going to dig it up myself. And so he called some of his servants, five good strong men, and took them out to dig up the jar. The ground was dry and hard to dig, but finally they hit the lid of the jar. That's it! That's it for sure! That's the jar of gold! Here this jar of gold has been buried all this time and I never knew it, in my own back garden. How come that ragged old man knew it was here? That's what I'd like to know. Well, I'm not going to let him get away with any of this money. Then he lifted the lid off the jar and just as he did that, whoosh, something flew out of the jar with a noise like thunder. He looked into the jar and there was nothing there. Whatever it was that had been in the jar had flown away when he opened the lid and there wasn't a thing left, just an empty jar. There wasn't anything the master of the house could do. He had gotten his servants out and they had dug up the jar and now it was empty. All he could do was put the lid back on and bury the jar back neatly in the ground. So that's what they did. They buried it exactly as they had found it. They planted the bamboo bush back on top of it and pretended that nothing had happened. The next morning, the master of the house told the man, I was given this bamboo bush recently and planted it here only a few days ago. But we didn't see any jar of money when we planted it. If you want to dig it up, please go ahead. I don't think you'll need very many men to help you. Two ought to be enough. The ground is fresh. So the master gave him two servants and they all started digging. Of course it was easy to dig. After all, the ground had been dug up just the night before. They soon got to the lid of the jar. This is it. This is it for sure. No doubt about it. This is the jar in the dream. They took out the jar and took off the lid. The jar was empty. Not a thing in it. Not even a drop of water. The poor man was just completely shocked. What's happened? How could I have done this? What'll I do? I've I've sacrificed everything just so I could dig up this jar. I went hungry and without clothes. I borrowed money and now we are in debt. And all for nothing but an empty money jar. And now I've hired these men and I can't pay them. Oh, whatever will I do? Then he said to the rich man, I've spent most of what I had, but I want to pay for your help all the same. Please take this much and forgive me for not being able to give you more. If the jar had been full of gold, I would have given you a lot of money. But the jar was empty, and I have spent most of my money on the trip here to Osaka. Please take whatever I have left and forgive me for troubling you. So he gave him some money to pay the servants and for his board and his room. Now I have to go home. I don't have a cent left, but I can beg for money along the way. There's nothing else I can do. And so he left the rich man's house and started for home, hoping that somebody would give him food along the way. Here I am walking back home and begging all the way. My wife warned me not to be so foolish as to buy somebody's dream. There's nothing to a dream. You don't even know if it's true or not. Whatever shall I do? And so he walked disheartedly all the way home. He went up to the house and his wife came out to meet him. (gasps) Papa, we are so glad you are home. 
The other night about midnight, all sorts of gold coins came flying into the house. The money came flying in so thick and fast, falling around everywhere. It sounded just like thunder. I thought that it would knock the house down. The money just kept thundering down, gold and treasure of all kinds, until the floors were shining with gold. I've left it just lying there like that without picking it up so you can come home to see it. It's all over the living room and the dining room and even the kitchen. And so the man went in to look and sure enough there was gold everywhere, glistening and shining. And so that's the way it is. If a greedy person tries to dig up a jar of gold, it will turn into an empty jar. And the person who was supposed to get the money, if he doesn't get a chance to dig it up, then it will get to him some way or other. A jar of gold is only meant for one person and not for anybody else. If it's meant for a certain person, then no matter what happens, he will get it sooner or later. And so, that's the story. Isn't that man lucky that he bought a dream? The End